This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And of course, against Aston Villa. So we'll talk to the Spurs podcaster, Chris Cowlin. And from the Magpie group, it's Sean Wade. Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening. How are we doing, guys? Let's ask. Yep. Let's ask Chris first of all, because I'm going to get. I think I might get a better answer. Very happy indeed. <laughs> uh, of course, we've gone through uh, a bit of a struggle these last few weeks, but it's great back uh, back to winning ways, and uh, you know, to find ourselves only three points away from the top four and only seven points away from top place. Uh, you know, this you know this stage of the season, uh, Postecoglou has done a, a tremendous job. Uh, but there were so many really, really decent performances today and we thoroughly deserved the win. And uh, I know the Newcastle fan won't be happy to hear this, but we could have scored 10 today. We were that good. Mm -hmm. Tell me, what is it that Postacoglu has done that your previous five managers haven't done? The, the entertaining football that yes. we have seen this season has been incredible. And, uh, you know, it's an absolute delight to see. Everyone is really, really looking forward to the next game. Uh, we're absolutely loving it at the moment. There was like a party atmosphere here today. Um, and it's been like that, um, you know, since he arrived, really. Um, you know, we've seen more entertaining football in these past couple of months than we have seen under Jose Mourinho, Antonio Conte, Nuno Espirito Santo, uh, amongst others. And, uh, you know, he's instilled that belief as well. We had a tremendous transfer window in the summer. You know, the, the whole team has changed. Of course, Harry Kane left in the summer. And, uh, you know, the exciting thing to see is that what he has brought to the club, I think, is only going to get better and better and better. And as every week goes by, you know, us Spurs fans are feeling more confidence in our manager, which is great to see. But the togetherness is back. The smiles are back. I'm just going to have to double check here with my production team that this is a Spurs fan talking. I have never heard such a chipper... Spurs fan on in the media in my whole history of career. So congratulations to uh, the optimism going around that great, giant, Johnny, fantastic when, stadium. When, when you think, you know, we went to a Champions League final under Pochettino That's in 2019. Right. And, uh, you know, it's very, very fair to say that we've gone around in circles as a football club since. You know, we appointed a couple of win-now managers, but Ange Postacoglu, um, you know, he's not that young. You know, he's been around the block. He's, he's been, you know, he's had a, a number of jobs, been successful everywhere he's gone. Mm. Of course, he's taken the Spurs job. There were a lot of doubters, a lot of Spurs yeah. fans. Me included, doubters. actually. Yeah. And he's proved everyone wrong. And it, when you look back at his career... He has proved everyone wrong wherever he's gone, whatever he's done, and he's been a, a fantastic manager. But, um, you know, I, I speak about trophies a lot. You know, 15 long years without a trophy, I'm just hoping that Andy Postacoglu is the man to take us forward. But at the moment, um, you know, things are great. We've had a lot of injuries. I know Newcastle uh, have had a lot of injuries as well, and they've got a lot of key players out uh, for today's game. But 
you know, you take James Madison out um, and Mickey van der Ven, etc. You take those players out, it is a different Spurs team. But, you know, in recent weeks, although we've lost games, mm. we have given some really, really decent performances, which is great to see. Commiserations to Sean Way today from the Magpie Group. How are you, mate? How are you feeling? Yeah, I'm feeling fine. It's, um, <laughs> it's just one of those things where, you know, we've, we've had a, a roller coaster start to the season. Um, by many injuries. Um, you've got the hand Tottenham full credit today. Um, the outplayed win. They were stronger than we, they were faster, they were they were well organised. Um, they exploited our defence on every attack. If in the first half if Newcastle should have scored three, then it's it could be argued that Spurs should have scored six. Um, Sean, Sean, they looked a bit leggy today towards the end of the game, didn't they? There was a there was a slight fatigue issue, wasn't there, about the Newcastle team today? Do you agree? I think there's more. I think there's more than just a slight fatigue. Um, we, you know, we've got sort of like I think it's now about eleven first team players that are still out. Yeah. Um, thankfully, we saw Callum Wilson returning back and Sean Longstaff to the squad, but obviously their fitness isn't fully back. Um, and the same with the players like Isaac. You know, his, he's still not hundred percent match fit. Mm. So we're kind of playing really hampered at the moment, and we've got again we've got a massive game coming up on Wednesday against Milan. Yeah, um, we're not really in a position to be strong enough to be taken on the kings of Europe, as it were. Um, but we've just got to sort of roll our sleeves up, face the next game. Spurs is gone. We've got a bit of a beaten. Um, but yeah, we've got Milan on Wednesday, and we've got Fulham on Saturday. Every neutral in the English game is gutted for you about what happened at Paris Saint Germain because that late, late, late goal has meant that the Milan game means whatever happens in that game, it's kind of out of your hands. You've got to hope that Dortmund do the business for you. It's kind of out of our hands, but, I mean, if, if we can get a result against Milan, then, you know, we, we, are, we are hoping that Dortmund um, can overturn PSG, which, you know, is in, is in their capabilities to do. But it comes down to what team are they going to field? They're guaranteed first place no matter what they do. So do they give the kids a run out, you know? So at the end of the day, it, it is what it is. Um, like I said before, you know, these games in Europe against such a depleted squad, um, it, it's, it is hampering we're in the league. And I think it's more important for them now to concentrate on the league um, and, and trying to get a European position again next season. Chris, I'm going to mention the H word here, the H-bomb, which was when Harry Kane left the club at about the same time as Ange came in. I thought, oh, he's an unlucky general. But then again, you look at Harry Kane, who scored too much of a lion's share of the Spurs goals. He was the Alf Ramsey, Bobby Charlton, wasn't he? You know, for goodness sake, carry the ball and give it to Harry Kane in a way that Jack Grealish was at the Villa. And both of our clubs, I'm a Villa fan, we've become better teams since our heroes have shuffled their claret and blue and white coils right i don't know johnny i don't know whether we've become a better team we've, we've certainly become a different team no, of course but, but everyone contributes including your beautiful brilliant south korean boy absolutely Son. Son was absolutely Son. i don't know which way to say it round so i'm gonna let you say it hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. 
$45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Picture the scene. All of your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order mug delivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Yeah, Hun Min Son was, Hun Min Son. was absolutely um, incredible today. He's such you know, a great player. And, uh, you know, he's, he's now overtaken uh, Christian Eriksen's uh, assist record for Spurs. Really? Now 83 assists, and wow. he has been brilliant. And, uh, you know, to play that central role and, you know, to have him go out on the left as well, you know, you know you're always going to get you know, something from Hoodmin Son. But, yeah, a lot of people were very disappointed in the summer when Harry Kane left. But, of course, Harry Kane is scoring goals in the Bundesliga for fun. He, he's going to do extremely well there. He's going to go on to be successful and win many trophies, I've absolutely no doubt. But it's about moving on as a football club because, you know, one player isn't your football club. You've no. got to move on without some of these stars sometimes. Yeah. And uh, Ange Postacoglu is not about stars. He is about, you know, putting in everything. And, uh, you know, he... He, he wants and demands everything from everyone all the time, which is great to see. Um, but, you know, he has been a shining light at this football club since he has arrived in the summer. And uh, I think it's only going to get better and better and better. And if you said to any Spurs fan in the summer, you know, after 16 games, we will only be three points away from the top four, only seven away from top spot, we would have all taken it. But, you know, to see the entertaining style that we've seen so far, we're all, uh, you know, smiling right now. It's, it's wonderful to hear that optimism. Uh, and don't be too downhearted. Obviously, you're in the Champions League, Sean. Uh, you were in the group of death. You have really given those famous sides, all European champions apart from PSG, a proper run for their money. The one thing I've got to ask you, though, as a Newcastle United fan, is Chris mentions it's been 15 years of hurt um, since Spurs last won a trophy. But is, it is, and I know my facts, it was 1969 the last time yeah. Newcastle won a serious trophy, which was indeed a European trophy, sort of the trophy that Villa in at them. That sort of, it was a sort of version of the conference European trophy, wasn't it? The the Fairs Cup, the Intercity Fairs Cup. And um, yeah, long time, and then, and then we have to go back to 1955 oh. before we won the last trophy. So, oh man, you are loyal fans. And the thing about it is, I mean, obviously, you've won championships, the wrong ones. The sort of what was what was the second division championship to get promoted and everything. And you, you've lost in finals, lost to United in the Carabao Cup. You've lost in FA Cup finals. I mean, every neutral wants Newcastle United to break the ducks. Eddie Howe, tell me, Eddie Howe, and that continuity. He is the man, isn't he, that will bring one home. For Newcastle, you know, 100 percent. It's just a matter of time, you know. I think, uh, really speaking, we're a couple of transfer windows away from from having a really good sort of squad. Um, we've got a good squad now, but unfortunately, you know, we're, we've got very young sort of players in there that are inexperienced, which have been shining tremendously. Um, but yeah, we've, we've got some areas that we we'll need to build on. Um, Nick Pope being out at the moment is a, a, a massive hindrance to it, um, and it looks like it's going to be another four to five months. Mm. Uh, so we're, we're going to keep an area needs to be strengthened for sure. Um, Dubravka proved that today and against Everton. Um, mm. So, really speaking, yeah, it's, I think it's going to be a matter of time before we do get silverware um, under Eddie Howe. So, yeah, the future does look bright. The future looks black and white, basically. <laughs> Eddie Howe. Bournemouth, Burnley, Bournemouth, succeeded at Bournemouth 
but failed at Burnley in a way where Sean Dyche succeeded immensely. And he's come to Newcastle United, which for every other manager before Eddie Howe has been a poisoned chalice. Can I ask, is he the man now in, in his sort of older years, um, the commanding man in the dressing room that can handle the big names? Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. Um, he's, he's, uh, he's, he's proven his capabilities already, you know. Um, considering he, he hasn't got a great deal or, or any European sort of um, kind of a back catalogue. You know, he's, he's already shown that against the likes of PSG, Dortmund, Milan. He can hold his own. Yeah. Um, th there's nothing wrong with what he's doing. Um, it's, just a, it's just a shame that basically he's playing with half a squad. And, and he hasn't been able to rotate players because of that. So, yeah, he's definitely the person to take forward. Um, I don't think, really speaking, that the managerial job at Newcastle has been so much of a, a poison chalice, other than the fact that we just had a really poor owner for such a long time. Right, yes. No interest. Well, he had, might actually have no interest in taking the club forward. He didn't want me to be in Europe. He, he didn't want me to succeed because it didn't benefit him. You know, so ultimately, Mike Ashley's goal was to advertise his brand. And if you get European qualification, then the first thing that happens is, is the, with the UEFA Cup or the Champions League or whatever, they come in with their own sponsorship deal. So therefore, his his goal wasn't there. You know, so he had he had no need for it. Just um, a word. Just a word on your new ownership. Just just a word on your new ownership, which is effectively Saudi Arabia, isn't it? Um, are you are you cool at school with that, or uh, does that sort of upset you? How do how do the fans feel about it? Well, the way I see it is that we've got a team and owners that have ambition, which is something that we haven't had for such a long time. So I say bring it on, along with the other ninety-seven percent of the fans that were voted. Um, you know, uh, sort of the Newcastle United Sporters Trust took a vote, and they sort of um, they all voted in favour of the new ownership. Yeah. And to be fair, compared to even in, even in such a short space of time of two years of new ownership, the comparison between what we have now and what we've had over the last 14 years is just completely night and day, you know? And you can feel that around the city with our fans and our support. Um, I mean, we've always had a good support home and away regardless of where we've been, whether we've been in the championship or, you know... You guys, away. especially the guys who don't wear the shirts. Well, The yeah, big fellas. That, that could be true enough. They're yeah, rather, they're rather noticeable, aren't they? <laughs> they can be. In their pink um, outfits. Yeah. But, um, I mean, really speaking, it's just, I think it's, it's just a case of, you know, it is night and day from where we were to where we are now and to where we're going. And I don't think that you can put a price on that. No, you can't. Um, and true. really speaking, you know, that the, the Saudi Arabian owners come under some sort of stick and things, but, you know, for human rights and for how women are threatened the country and stuff, but you've got also got to remind yourself that there is a woman at the head of Newcastle United Football Club and Amanda Stavely, you know, and she's been entrusted by Saudi Arabia to take the club forward. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So... You know, and I, and I think, really speaking, if you're a, a woman living in Saudi Arabia, then you've got to be looking at things that Saudi Arabia are doing as a country and yeah. actually take and kind of reflect from that, you know? To balance this up, there are progressive moves in Saudi Arabia, and it's a country that I've never visited, but I have visited other Gulf nations, and there is a progression about the country to move away from their traditional oil and gas 
million airship towards diversification. They are building a neon and a remarkable new city. And, uh, you know, I think they've won the World Cup as well in 2030. So there is only one way that Saudi are going. I think they will be peace brokers as well in the Middle East. I really, really believe that. And that's something that I've uh, mentioned in particular shows here on, on Talk TV. Uh, but back well, to... I think, I think you know, change, change is on the way, isn't it? Change, you know, so change is coming. It, it I do really believe that. Overnight. Yeah, it, well, it doesn't happen overnight, does it? It, it, it doesn't does, happen so... overnight. Uh, they are yeah. slow cookers, I am told, in terms of uh, developing new ideas. But uh, I'm starting to move away from the agenda of the Sunday Night Club and ask Chris about your treatment table, uh, which uh, I mentioned uh, with, uh, with, with Sean just before. How is your injury list? Have you got a squad big enough? Well, of course, uh, Madison will be back, hopefully. Uh, Van der Ven will be back in January. That is going to you know, really strengthen our team uh, as a whole. Um, but I think the January transfer window is really, really important for the football club. Yeah. Um, we had such a good window in the summer, and I hope that Anne Postacoglu gets the opportunity to pick a number of players again and take this club forward. Um, because, of course, we didn't, we're didn't. we not playing any um, uh, European football this season. We finished eighth last season. Yes. And used to playing Champions League football, uh, you know, which is you know great at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. We've had some great nights and and you know great away days as well. But we want to be back in Europe. That is the aim. So you know, give Ange Postecoglou all of the tools. But I do think once we are through December and January, because of course uh, Saar and Basuma go off uh, to their respective competition, uh, and goes off as well. Um, so once we get back into February, I think that then we will be back to full strength and then it's all systems go, you know, the business end of the season to try and finish in one of those top European spots and hopefully we will hear that Champions League music back at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium next season. But as I say, Postacoglu is doing a fine job and you know, many, many people are very, very happy with what they've seen so far. Just as that Champions League music has been played around St James's Park as well this season, what a pleasure to speak to both of you on an optimistic vibe. One of you winner, one of you loser, but both happy with their lot. And that is a very pleasant way to be starting the Sunday nightclub. Thank you very much, gentlemen. That is Sean Wade of the Magpie Group and Chris Cowling of the Spurs podcast. And I've got to say, I never hear Spurs fans talk like that. So it's an absolute breath of fresh air. It's like someone's opened the window here at Talk TV and I'm breathing in April freshness. Maybe Spurs will be in and around the Champions League places come the spring. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.